Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, 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 and welcome to Believe. That's B-L-E-A-V in Lions right here on the Believe Network. As always, I am your host at Javanaugh87, Jack Cavanaugh, here to steer you through a crazy offseason. A crazy offseason that now has a reunion in Detroit. But before we get to that, we have to talk about our friends over at Bet Online because it's that time of year as college basketball has taken center stage with the tournament in full swing. If you're looking to wager this year, Bet Online is the number one spot for all your updated odds and info along with great contests, including the Bracket Contest, where you have a chance to take home the top prize. Head over to the website and you, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just use promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet Online, where the game starts. And so I mentioned a reunion, and you would think that reunions are typically pretty good, right? Something didn't work out, things come back together, everyone is happy, we all celebrate. But Many Detroit Lions fans are not at all pleased about this reunion. Yes, of course, I am talking about the return of Jared Davis, the former 21st overall pick by Bob Quinn back in 2017, who really just didn't work out in Detroit. It was unfortunate. He was given three years, a lot of run on the defense, played 99% of the snaps back in 2018, his second year in the league. But it just never clicked for Jared Davis under Matt Patricia. And ultimately, Patricia benched Jared Davis in his final season with Detroit. Davis is a free agent, signs with the New York Jets, struggles through health, only ends up starting five of the nine games that he was active for. But unlike Matt Patricia, Aaron Glenn is not a defensive coordinator that will force a square peg into a round hole. Aaron Glenn is going to set up his players for success and really only ask them to do what they do well. 
And what does Jared Davis do well? Well, as a freak athlete back when he was drafted, Jared Davis was a very effective blitzer, picking up 10 and a half sacks with the Detroit Lions. And Davis was a pretty effective run blitzer as well, picking up over 300 tackles with Detroit. The problem with Jared Davis has always been, if you ask him to think too much, if you want him to read and react, it's just not his game. But if you send him as a missile, just full go in there, if you have him just with one thing on his mind, Davis has the athleticism to make plays in that way. And so I'm excited to see him reunite with his former teammate at the University of Florida in Alex Anzalone. They're likely the top two favorites to be linebacker one and two for the Lions. And ultimately, though, as I talked about on the last episode of Believe in Lions, and if you haven't seen that, make sure you go check it out. It's probably going to be a free free for all competition here with the Detroit Lions. And so we have obviously you can see here on the screen if you are watching on the live stream or on the YouTube channel, you can see Alex Anzalone, Jared Davis, Derek Barnes, and Chris Board. Now remember Derek Barnes, last year's fourth round pick. Chris Board, the recently signed former Baltimore Raven. So Alex Anzalone, last year starter, captain for the Lions. Once again, the favorite to be the Mike linebacker, the signal caller. Derek Barnes was his backup at the Mike position last year. So we'll see if he can overtake Anzalone on the depth chart. Meanwhile, in this second linebacker position, Chris Board and Jared Davis are both blitzers. That's kind of their specialty. Not so great in coverage. So Chris Board and Jared Davis seem to be competing for that second position. And if you're just listening to the podcast, you can check out the YouTube channel, the Believe YouTube channel, and see a breakdown of the depth chart here live. Derek Barnes is the man. Whoop, whoop from good cat boy, dude. Oh, we shouldn't show that because there are some uh, words. But yes, Derek Barnes, I agree. He very well could overtake uh, Alex Anzalone and Jared Davis. He could be the best linebacker for the Lions. Ultimately, he has the highest ceiling for all of these Lions players. We'll see if the coaching staff believes Derek Barnes is ready for 2020 because that if they draft a linebacker in the second or third round as many of us expect them to if they can allow that linebacker time to adjust to the nfl because we see Derek barnes take that next step and prove that he's ready that changes this lion's defense here in 2022 And Aaron Glenn already did a phenomenal job with the defense last year. Once he gets a full draft this coming season, be ready for the Lions to be strong competitors on defense. But what about the quarterback position? Because Jared Goff is our quarterback right now and for the rest of the season. 
But what about long term? Is Jared Goff that guy? What are the Lions going to do for long term quarterback solution? I don't know. But what I do know is I've got some opinions on this class coming up. I have taken the time to rank my top six quarterbacks. Yes, of course, there are really six quarterbacks that matter in this draft. Everyone else is kind of a dart throw later on. It's a very clear top six. And so starting from number six, we have Carson Strong from Nevada. 28 teams came to his pro day. Absolutely incredible arm. Just a cannon. Was compared to Matt Ryan by scouts at his pro day, which I can see it. He's the biggest quarterback in this class, 6'4", 215. And much like Matt Ryan, he's a bit of a statue in the pocket. Cannon for an arm. No mobility, 74 TDs and 19 interceptions. Those are great numbers, but it's in the Mountain West. And since the season ended, Strong really hasn't had the best post-draft or pre-draft postseason process. He's being inaccurate. He didn't set himself apart at the Senior Bowl. Really? Carson Strong seems to be a one-trick pony with the cannon for an arm that he has. So, Carson Strong for me. He's my number six quarterback. I will not be happy if the Lions take Carson Strong before round three. And I just don't see the value and the upgrade from Jared Goff to Carson Strong. I, I just don't see it. Not my cup of tea, personally. Maybe teams do view him as a first-round pick. There were a lot of teams at the Nevada Pro Day. Let someone else make that pick. It's not for me. So, after Carson Strong, we have my number five quarterback from Mississippi University. Yes, that's right. Matt Corral out of Ole Miss. And personally, there's a tier, quite a bit of a tier, from Carson Strong to Matt Corral. And at Matt Corral's pro day, we saw Mike Tomlin. We saw Matt Rule, the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. We saw Arthur Smith, the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons. All be very interested in what Matt Corral had to show. And now he... Corral didn't wow as much as Malik Willis did at his pro day. He's not the athlete that Malik Willis and Desmond Ritter are. And he doesn't have the resume of a Desmond Ritter or a Sam Howell. Doesn't have the arm of Carson Strong. And doesn't have the swag of some of these other quarterbacks. If you go and watch his pro day, he's got... The baggy t-shirt, the long baggy shorts. Not very stylish, and that doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. But because of that, a lot of people think that Matt Corral disappointed at his pro day. 
And I'm here to tell you that all of those people that said Matt Corral didn't show out at his pro day, they're wrong. Every single one of them. Because Matt Corral, first and foremost, showed that he is healthy coming off the high ankle sprain, which is very important. But also, he showed accuracy, he showed timing, and he showed some zip on his passes as well with quite an incredible deep ball. Matt Corral is a quality quarterback prospect. Don't get me wrong. The only reason I have him at QB5 is because he... If you want to describe Matt Corral's play style in college, fearless would be the number one word. However, how often does fearless become reckless? That's my worry with Matt Corral because he is just unafraid to put his body in harm's way any which way he needs to, to get the playoff, to get the throw off, to make something happen. And you love that as a competitor at your quarterback. So if Matt Corral ends up being the best quarterback in this class, I won't be surprised, but I'm just a touch worried because even Lamar Jackson shows more ability to avoid defenders, get out of bounds, avoid these big hits. Whereas Matt Corral just doesn't care. And at 6'2", 212 pounds, and unknown athleticism because he didn't run or test, I'm I'm worried about Matt Corral. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope Matt Corral has a successful and long career. And I'm not surprised if he ends up as a top 15 pick. However... If Matt Corral falls to number 32 overall, I am thrilled if the Lions draft him there. And the same can be said for a quarterback that I have ranked slightly ahead of Matt Corral. However, in the same tier as the Ole Miss gunslinger, and that is Sam Howell. Howell, if you're listening to this, he may be having his pro day as we speak scheduled for March 28th. And he seems to be the forgotten quarterback in this class. He was QB1 for a lot of people entering the college football season. It was Sam Howell, and it was Spencer Rattler. Howell had a bad first game of the season. And after that, everyone just kind of poo-pooed him. They were done with Sam Howell. But 6 1, 218, compared heavily to Baker Mayfield, which might be part of the reason that people don't want to talk about Sam Howell anymore. People don't want to talk about Baker Mayfield and how good of a prospect he once was and the things that Baker can do well. Instead, They just want to focus on the fact that no team wants to trade for Baker and his $18 million salary. But for Sam Howell, a lot of people are underrating the resume that he has because 
when he lost some serious weapons in Javante Williams, in Michael Carter, in Diami Brown. Howell lost all of these weapons, and everyone notices, oh, he dropped. You know, he had 500 less yards after he lost his weapons. The weapons made Sam Howell. And then they look at the touchdowns and interceptions and see, oh, 30 TDs and seven interceptions with, with Javante Williams and all of these guys. And he loses them and only 24 touchdowns and nine interceptions. But after Howell lost all of his weapons, he ran for over 800 yards, which is over 600 more than he previously ever had. And he added 11 touchdowns, six more than Sam Howell had previously. So people are fixating on the drop in passing numbers and paying no attention to the fact that we now know Sam Howell is a dual threat quarterback. Sam Howell, for me, quarterback four, he's in that same tier with uh, Matt Corral. And again, I am more than happy if Sam Howell is available with the 32nd overall pick. I wouldn't count on it for Matt Corral. It's a little bit more likely for Sam Howell, but happy with both of those picks at 32. And honestly, another quarterback that's pretty comparable to them. My number three quarterback Kenny Pickett. And I know what you're thinking. Kenny Pickett at three? Quarterback three? What? I know. I know. It's a little bit of a hot take. But I'm just a little bit skeptical of a five-year quarterback coming out of Pitt in the ACC with one year wonder. And don't get me wrong. I like Pickett a lot. I think Kenny Pickett is worth a top 15 pick. However, in this day and age at quarterback, I think you got to go for the elite intangibles, the elite upside. You want the quarterback with the uber athleticism combined with that uber arm that we see. Kenny Pickett is a great athlete. He has a really good arm. He's very accurate. He's just not elite in any way physically. And so that's why he doesn't compare to my top two quarterbacks. But let's talk about what Pickett does well. Because Pickett had his pro day, and the biggest news coming out of that is the increase in the hand size for Kenny Pickett. And again, this really is something that's being overblown. Because Kenny Pickett, he has double-jointed thumbs. So this thumb right here, it doesn't close all the way or doesn't extend all the way. So when they measure his hand, it is smaller than when he's grabbing a football because you see your hand is bent. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, check out the Believe YouTube channel. Your thumb is bent when you're holding a football. 
Pickett has increased his hand size from eight and a half inches to eight and five eighth inches, but claims it's closer to a nine inch hand when holding a football. So is it really that big of a deal? We're talking about it way too much. People care way too much about it, but Kenny Pickett still had a great pro day. He does everything well. He's a good athlete, ran a 4-6-40. He is accurate. He has great timing. And he, in my opinion, is the second most pro-ready quarterback for many. He is the number one most pro-ready quarterback. The risk, again, with Pickett is he's a one-year wonder, which is okay. But he's also got this it factor that he showed at the end of last year. We all remember the fake slide by Kenny Pickett that sent the Twitter sphere on fire. How dare he do a fake slide? All of the old heads getting upset because, oh, sorry, he did something cool. No, there's no rule against it. There should be. Maybe we change it. But for now, can we just appreciate Kenny Pickett's it factor? That's who Kenny Pickett is. And a team is going to be very, very lucky to draft Kenny Pickett. It just won't be the Detroit Lions because he's not worth the second overall pick and he won't be there at 32. But you know who is worth the second overall pick? Athletic greens. Because tons of people take multivitamins. But it's more important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're observing, absorbing 75 quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and anti-aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. And that's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your purchase. All you have to do is vi visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash B-L-E-A-V. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens. Take ownership of your health. And I think there's a quarterback that has taken ownership of the second spot. Yes, Desmond Ritter 
goes second to last of these quarterbacks for pro days. And I think he might, in reality, be QB2. Of course, Mike Tomlin was at his pro day. And Arthur Smith with the Atlanta Falcons was there as well. So was Lovey Smith with Houston. Dennis Allen with the Saints. Mike Vrabel with the Titans. And Ron Rivera with Washington. As well as the Giants' new GM in Joe Schoen. Granted, it's not just Ritter at Cincinnati. There's Majai Sanders, the athletic freak at defensive end. There is Alec Pierce, the wideout that Ritter was throwing to. There's, of course, everyone's favorite pick, everyone's favorite corner, possibly and most likely the number one player drafted out of Cincinnati, Sauce Gardner. So, of course, it's not just Ritter being focused on, but a lot of important people came to see the four-year starter who picked up 44 wins at the best non-Power 5 school in the country. Sorry to Central Florida. 11-2 and as a freshman, and again, 11-2 and as a sophomore comes back as a junior in a COVID-shortened season. Desmond Ritter leads the Bearcats to 9-1, and one, and then, in his final season, goes 13-1, and one, with that one loss being Alabama. And Ritter truly has the best resume in this draft class. He can be your traditional drop-back passer, He completed 65.4% of his passes over the past two years and ended his college career with 87 touchdowns to 27 interceptions. But more importantly for the modern NFL than this accuracy is the escapability and movement skills in the pocket. Because Desmond Ritter flashed an electric 4-5-2, which puts him in the 97th percentile of quarterbacks, according to playerprofiler.com. That's insane for a quarterback to be that athletic and still be that good of a pocket passer. All Desmond Ritter has done in his career is succeed, leading Cincinnati to the college football playoffs against Bama, where people will say he was terrible, and those people will unjustly not give credit to the fact that they were just simply outmatched. Four batted passes at the line of scrimmage for Desmond Ritter, with two drops by his receivers. The the Alabama defense was just too much for the Bearcats' offensive line. That won't be the same as it is in the NFL. So, Ritter has the resume to be QB2. He has the true pocket passing ability to be QB2. He's got the elite athleticism to be QB2. And if you watch Desmond Ritter's Pro Day, 
he has the golden rocket of an arm to be QB2. Might seem like a hot take right now, but I truly believe that Desmond Ritter has both the highest floor in this draft class at quarterback and the second highest ceiling among quarterbacks. And of course, Ritter is only QB2 in terms of ceiling because of Malik Willis. Now, the Lions only sent one scout to Malik Willis's pro day. Does that mean they're not interested? Or is this a smokescreen because they're too interested? Spoiler alert, it means nothing. The Lions spent an entire week with Malik Willis coaching him at the Senior Bowl. And they also talked to him at the Combine. The Detroit Lions know everything they need to know about Malik Willis at this point. So, when it comes to his pro day, they can just sit back, relax, and watch the tape as it comes in. (laughs) And oh boy, if you saw the tape come in, chef's kiss. Glorious from Malik Willis. Go back and watch it if you haven't. But that last throw, you know the one I'm talking about. It's the classic pro day throw that everyone does where they roll right and then there's a defender. They roll back and then throw a crossbody dart as far as they can. Malik Willis does that better than anybody. So Malik Willis is absolutely in play for that number two overall pick for the Lions. And I'm also positive that the Lions have already made the decision on who they will be taking at number two as soon as the combine wrapped up. So with Malik Willis talk about, talked about in the conversation to go to, you look at the odds. He is in a three-way tie for second to go second overall. Willis is, of course, tied with Aiden Hutchinson, the Michigan Wolverine, who only bench-pressed at his pro day, puts up 28 reps, and that's great news. You know why? Because Dan Campbell did 25 reps at his combine, so got out bench-press coach if you're a defensive lineman. Aiden Hutchinson does it with 28. And he didn't have to do anything else at his pro day because he dominated the combine. Proved to be an elite athlete with a 415 shuttle, which is 96th percentile shuttle. And his 6733 cone was 99.8th percentile. Aiden Hutchinson just has elite agility and his speed and his explosion aren't bad either with a 36 inch vertical and a 474 40 yard dash. All this comes in together to give him a 9.87 relative athletic score from our friend Kent Lee Platt at MathBomb on Twitter, which if you want to look at comparables, 
Aiden Hutchinson is the 18th best, def- most athletic defensive end since 1987. And the three players directly above him in athleticism are Brian Burns from the Carolina Panthers, Danielle Hunter from the Minnesota Vikings, and Montez Sweat from the Washington Commanders. That's pretty good company to be in for Aiden Hutchinson. Met with Brad Holmes and Aaron Glenn for at least 20 minutes at his pro day and did a full-length interview with Danny Rogers from the Detroit Lions media team. Very well could go second overall. Two other players that the Lions were scouting at the Wolverines Pro Day. We've got Daxton Hill, the safety that seems as though Lions fans have made up their mind that he better be available at 32. We'll see if he's still on the board after he ran a blazing 4-3-8-40 with elite agility numbers as well. Lions were also scouting David Ajabo, the pass rusher opposite Aiden Hutchinson, who unfortunately, while working out at his pro day, tore his Achilles, which is just heartbreaking for these young athletes. You never want to see that. We wish David Ajabo a speedy recovery, and thanks to this injury, he could slide down to the Lions at 32 or 34 after formerly being talked about as a top 15, top 20 pick. That's just the cruelty of the NFL. David Ajabo, we wish you a speedy recovery. Now the final player tied for second to go to the Lions is Kyle Hamilton, the safety from Notre Dame, who at six foot four and 220 pounds, Obviously, there was going to be 30 teams at his pro day. I mean, he's a freak. Absolute freak at safety with the range to be worth the second overall pick. And he already proved at the Combine that Kyle Hamilton has elite explosion with a 38-inch vertical and a 10-foot 11 Almost an 11-foot broad jump from Kyle Hamilton. The 40 wasn't great at the Combine. 4.59. We'd love to see an improvement on that. And he moves to a 4.56. Now, some websites, such as playerprofiler.com, who we talked about earlier, they'll add an extra .05 to these Pro Day 40 times to compensate for the combine other websites will ignore that such as Kentley Platt's RAS NFL teams tend to go with the number that you got is the number that you got so Kyle Hamilton in terms of the Lions organization ran a 456 not great could be better but still worth the second overall pick for a six foot four, 220 pound free safety. However, safeties don't typically get drafted that high. And Brad Holmes comes from the Rams, who have a history 
of drafting and developing late round safeties to a great degree. So we'll see if they end up going with Kyle Hamilton. Either way, it's Kyle Hamilton, Malik Willis, and Aiden Hutchinson tied for second to go to the Lions at two. First, the new favorite for the Lions at two is not who you're thinking. No, it is Trayvon Walker from the University of Georgia. Now, he's got the resume with the national championship. Picked up six sacks last year, 34 total pressures. And Walker is also the second most athletic defensive end since 1987, per Kent Lee Platt at Math Bomb on Twitter, his relative athletic score. Yeah. Trayvon Walker with a 9.99 RAS relative athletic score. And that's because he comes in at six foot five and 272 pounds and then goes and runs a four, five, one jumps out the gym and then puts together a wide receiver type three cone. Trayvon Walker ended up being a better size adjusted athlete than miles Garrett. The only defensive end to rank as a better size adjusted athlete than Walker since 1987 is Brian Johnson, a seventh round pick in 2008. So Walker, he's moved up to first. He's reportedly on the Jaguars board as well. And he's surely worth it with both the resume and the athleticism to go together. Moves past the three-way tie of Willis, Hutchinson, and Hamilton. But there's a name missing, isn't there, from this discussion? Kayvon Thibodeau, what happened to him? Because NFL media seems to have forgotten about Kayvon Thibodeau through this pre-draft process. They seem to not have noticed that This man has been the top prospect since he entered college football and nothing has changed. He's done nothing to make you think he should be downgraded. So I am finding two patterns right now in the NFL. Number one of which, if you're the best since day one in college, people are just going to get bored of you. It happened to Joey Bosa. It happened to Panay Sewell. It kind of just happens to these all-world linemen. I like to call it, and many others like to call it, prospect fatigue. When we're just tired of the greatness, we get bored of it, and then forget how special these players are. But the NFL does not forget which is why Joey Bosa still went third overall to the Chargers, despite draft media completely forgetting about him. Now, number two pattern that I've noticed, if you're coming from the University of Oregon, prepare to have some stuff flung your way. Because 
Justin Herbert was quiet, a bad leader, not a top quarterback. And then Panay Sewell was lazy because he opted out. And then he had work ethic concerns. And it didn't matter for either of those players. So now we have Kayvon Thibodeau, who has become the me guy. And some people see a me, a me guy. And if you are watching the YouTube channel, you can see the heavy air quotes. Check us out. Believe YouTube. But if you're on the podcast, this me guy is made up. Because you might see a me guy in Kayvon Thibodeau. But I just see an absolute Chad. No, I he's better than a Chad. Because with Kayvon Thibodeau, he has the confidence to know that he's the best. But there's no arrogance to it. Kayvon Thibodeau simply just knows how talented he is. And he's happy about it. And how can you blame him? He's been the best since he walked into the NCAA. And he should still be considered one of the best, if not the best. So Thibodeau, he has the last pro day out of the players we're going to talk about today on April 2nd. And he could improve some of his numbers, impress some people, and be right back in this conversation. Because at the Combine, we saw him run a 4-5 freaking 8. That's absurd for Kayvon Thibodeau. He absolutely destroyed Aiden Hutchinson's 40. Remember, 4-5-8 for Thibodeau, 4-7-1 for Hutchinson, which is also great. Thibodeau, if he jumps, I expect him to have elite explosion. And we'll see if he does the agility drills as well. The only thing that we know Aiden Hutchinson can beat Kayvon Thibodeau in is that bench press. But good news is Kayvon Thibodeau still repped out 27 times, beats Dan Campbell, can be drafted second overall. So we'll see what happens after Kayvon Thibodeau's pro day. We'll see how these odds shift. Because personally, at this point, I think it could be any of the five of the current favorite, Trayvon Walker. The tied for three-way second in Malik Willis, Aiden Hutchinson, and Kyle Hamilton. And really, it could be Kayvon Thibodeau as well. We've just got to wait a month to find out. But I'll tell you, I'm pretty positive the Lions have already made their decision if it comes down to it. But let us know who you would put your money on for the Lions to draft at second overall. And when you do place that bet, make sure you do it with our friends over at Bet Online. But that's going to do it for quarterbacks and the second overall pick. Make sure you follow me everywhere at Javanaugh87 for instant reactions to breaking news, such as the Gerard Davis signing. Make sure you check us out on Believe, at Believe in Lions and stay tuned here on Believe in Lions for all things Detroit Lions. 
But until then, I will see you next time. I believe, I believe, I believe. I love the Lions. Say it with me. I love the Lions. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.